I'm from here, from Washington, D.C. Yeah, we come down from Vermont, um, right. here for a couple days, and we're going to the U.S. I'm from Frederick, Maryland. Rochester, New York. Near Columbus, Ohio. I've lived in Detroit all my life. I'm from Austin, West Texas, Maryland. Charlottesville, Virginia. I came here from North Carolina. I'm from D.C. North Carolina. I'm from Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I'm actually from Sterling, Virginia. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, and I'm a teacher there. I live in there. Southern Maryland, and I work in D.C. Portsmouth, Virginia. San Francisco. I'm from Texas, but I go to school at GW in D.C. Now. I live in D.C. now, uh, since about July. Yeah, weird time to emigrate. And in September, I came out as trans. These are just a few of the stories of the roughly half million people who attended the Women's March in Washington, D.C. My name is Ashley Lake, and this is the story of Saturday, January 21st, 2017. I march for hope and decency for my sisters, nieces, nephews, and friends, for racial justice and truth versus fake news for the marginalized and disenfranchised, for respect and dignity for non-Christian people that's on par with that for Christian people, for ethics and accountability in government, for the climate, for the majority whose voices are coming together to demand leadership who respects and represents us all. We're shocked that we have to do the same thing again here in 2017. Well, I grew up in the segregated Jim Crow South, so I've been going to demonstrations. I have friends who were in SNCC, I have friends who were Black Panthers. COINTELPRO came to me because one of my friends who was a Black Panther was a Harvard graduate, so they figured he was the brains and not the people out in Oakland. So I've had four FBI guys come to my house because of that. So I've been active ever since the 60s. Things have changed a lot, but this is making me think they haven't changed as much. And I think a lot of the latent racism is just blatant now. It's come back out again, and, and I think in a lot of ways it's worse than it was back then. We're people of color, and we're also immigrants. I was born in Haiti, and she was born here, but our parents are also immigrants, and uh, we felt that the Trump agenda was not for us, and we voted for Hillary, and we wanted a woman to be president, and we felt very sad and depressed that America chose to go the route that America did. So we came out to be amongst people who voted like we did. We came to support my girlfriend who has a pre-existing condition and without her health care she could be in a lot of trouble. There's many, many uh, other issues. We're upset what's happening in unions. Uh, immigration reform. My son's never been to Washington and this is, we felt that we needed to drive her. We, we just decided on Wednesday that we were coming down because he, he wasn't really informed of everything, kind of explained what was going on and why everybody was coming down here. And he said, we need to do this, Dad. We are Statues of Liberty with a black eye and our boxing cape of the American flag. And we've been beaten down by the man, by the patriarchy, by Donald Trump, and by all the bullshit of this year. And we are here to stand up and say, we will no longer take it. We're both from New Orleans. My name is Megan Harris Brunius. This is Aubrey Harris. Hi, I'm Aubrey Harris. We are down, but we are not out. And we are definitely fired up to fight for everybody's liberty. Oh my gosh, there's so many reasons I can't even, I mean, for women, for black lives, against Trump, uh, freedom of the press, uh, the climate change is real. I mean, it just goes on and on. I'm telling you, a lot of things we have to realize, what, if you really believe in something, you're going to have to take a step. For me, I just had two knee surgeries, but coming to today was, is, was important for me. 
not only for myself, but to encourage my granddaughter and my other granddaughters and my grandsons as well, that you know what, if you don't feel that something is right, that you need to step up to the plate and say something about it, express yourself. That's what this country is all about, basically. This is one of the greatest countries there is. Regardless of all the things that we have going on here, I would not want to be anywhere else but in the United States of America, because this is my country and I am an American. But I'm hoping that all of this, all these statements that people are making is going to make him step up to the plate and do what he's supposed to do as the president. It's all of our liberties, I think it wraps it all up. Everyone, women, men, trans, gay, everybody, everyone's liberty. And we, we've got to stand up because we're people. We are human beings. Right now, I, I work as a counselor for kids with drug and alcohol addictions. And I also work with homeless veterans in a transitional housing place. I'm with place. part of NAACP and CWA, so we fight all the time. I'm a former woman business owner. I'm a great-grandmother. I'm a social justice Christian. A progressive Catholic woman. I work in a prison. I'm a member of the Association of Roman Catholic Women. I'm Priest. a Catholic sister. I'm a school teacher. So we're from Santa Cruz, California, and we're representing the, the Diversity Center of Santa Cruz County, California. Our programs are mainly focused on those LGBT people who are sort of the margins, whether it's the youth or the seniors or the trans community or uh, the people of color. That's what our programs support. and. Uh, we're here to bring a local voice to a national platform. I didn't want to come to the march because I don't, I don't really believe in protesting. I believe in doing things to make our world better. So when she said, do you want to come with me? I said, is it a protest march or an attest march? Because I want to attest that I believe in women. I believe in minorities. I believe in all these people being able to have the best world they can have. And I'm not sure we're doing a very good job of that. We are here to march for the rights of all people. And our new, unfortunately, our new president is not eye to eye with us. So we're here to assure that he knows what our views are and what America is fighting for. So as you can see the turnout today, America is speaking out loud. Taking my rights for granted isn't an option any longer. I have a daughter that um, needs to be aware of what's at stake and what her role can be in preserving those rights and protecting the them. The last big march I've been on was in New York in 1967. I decided to come out with my daughter and my son and um, you know, just protest everything that's going on. I've never yeah. protested before. Yeah. When uh, Governor my first Walker time. was breaking up the unions and the teachers unions were being broken up, we actually stood with the Madison police uh, who joined the union march against the Capitol Police, which was very cool. Uh, it reminds me of a Grateful Dead concert without the so music. I've never done a protest before, never done a march, uh, never really been politically active, but now I just feel like women have been marginalized, meaning I feel like a minority for the first time in my life. I tore my hamstring on election day, running to catch a shuttle for Spanish class. It's hard to walk any long distance without the crutch. I could not be here. It doesn't matter yeah. where you're from, your sexuality, your color, it's, you're here because we all felt the same way yesterday. My background is business. I work for IBM and then I was a stockbroker for Kidder Peabody and I married a conservative and I didn't know that it was going to annoy me so much until <laughs> until about 10 years into the marriage and it's just stopped making any sense to me at all. It made no sense and I very slowly started voting the other way and then my wonderful daughter 
told my husband, mom voted for, and I can't even remember who he, who he is now, uh, and he was a big fat liberal. <laughs> and it was okay, he didn't get angry or anything, but he, it was mostly funny that she ratted me out. <laughs> so ever since I split up with my husband, I've been uh, very happy being having liberal views and compassionate views. The God of the patriarchy is what's created this for us, and we gotta say no to that. People with white privilege have to know that they have white privilege. I'm sort of a student of World War II, and what I see happening here, even more especially in his inaugural yesterday, is just playing to the downtrodden, just revving that whole economic thing up. It's exactly what Hitler did. I mean, it's exactly from his playbook. I guess we got complacent. The Tea Party yeah, the showed tea up party. at the local and school board didn't. meetings and the local city councils, and they infiltrated all the states, and yeah. now we're stuck with this. We yeah. got lazy. Yeah, I did. We took it for granted. I, I think young women never would have imagined they would be in this situation. There's too much people isolating themselves on either left or right, and it's computer age is wonderful, but I think that it's drawn us away from interaction as a society. And I think that that's the main thing we have to do is shut our screens off and our telephones off and talk to people, yeah. bring front porch talking back. There's a huge problem with the media yeah. and the lies they tell and the, you know, they do it, I think, to stir up people and get clicks and ads and it's obviously revenue. The carb burning last night. That was all over the news. I mean, that was like the, that dominated every station and it was just one isolated incident and it has nothing to do with the majority of the people who are here who are peaceful and demonstrating, not so much protesting, but um, just want to be heard. I went to the inauguration yesterday because I had a ticket from my senator, so I feel like I should be there and at least experience the history, see what the Trump supporters are like for myself. It scared me when people, they were booing at President Obama, like screaming horrible things about him. They were so upset over things they shouldn't be upset about. They weren't willing to listen. Every time a Democrat started talking, they would just like boo and like yell horrible things. So when we stop listening, that's whenever we stop making progress as people. Yeah. It's not even about parties. You should be willing to listen regardless. Yeah. Open a Discussion. Dissent is patriotic. Have discussions. Open ideas. Ideas aren't concrete. They are, they are a living thing. It's something you have to keep talking about and keep discussing with people. And, you know, as much as you might believe in something, you got to listen to other people too. And we hope that other people will listen to us and that we'll listen to them. And hopefully we'll find unity somewhere in between and bring everybody up to a higher level. Oh, tomorrow we got to hit the ground running. I think that it's anything from Con calling your congressman uh, to making sure they're this staying on top, staying on top of the issues that are important to you, and then making this sure that your representatives act on that. But I will say also act this locally, figure out where locally you can be active uh, beyond just you know this making calls or sending emails, whether it's knocking on doors or whether it's standing on the sidewalk talking to people walking by about your issue. I, I think I think we're going to have to. I think this is what the next four years looks like. Yeah. But then that's what democracy looks like, isn't it? Either they support us or we vote them out. So that's the power that we have is exactly. each vote counts. We're gonna have to exercise. Reaching across the racial lines, reaching across the class lines, saying like this is important that we should value what women say and our rights and everything. So much is on the line right now. His tweets right <laughs> are just reprehensible and so people have to 
cry out when he's doing that, not just ignore it. We also have to watch Congress. You know, he says these outrageous things not to be so polarized by that that you're not watching what the legislation is, including in your local state. You know, if you take the democracy seriously, you got to put your feet where it counts. The second day we were here, we went up to to the Hill. Thursday, our task was to meet with our congressman, Jamie Panetta, and just let him know that we're here and we want to make sure that he speaks on our behalf. T-shirts, T-shirts, that Trump is not your president, T-shirts, y'all. Well, for, for the women's sake, you know, I, I commend you. I, I would like to see more of that. Instead yeah. of this Trump in the chair, I'm wanting to do all this other crazy mess, man. I ain't with all that. Y'all yeah. need to come out. They need to bring more women out here. Our parents actually worked hard to get us here, and we believe in America. We, we believe, do, we believe in, in, in democracy. Right. Yeah, we believe in democracy. We believe in... I so. feel like, yeah, our, our personal story is that we're immigrants and we're children of immigrants. And to know that somebody was placed in the White House who has he, such he disdain... He has no respect yeah. for anybody's equal rights. There are good people out there who just got some bad ideas and there are bad people out there who just need to not be listened to. If you've got a friend who needs to be bailed out of jail because they punched a Nazi, donate to their bail fund. That's all for today. We'll continue trying to capture a wide range of stories from our neighbors in order to add context to other parts of the world, to stories only briefly captured by the news, and to people both inside and outside of our bubbles. Stay tuned, and thanks for listening.